A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In his homily for the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Father explains how to hear God when he whispers. A strong and heavy wind was rending the mountains. The Lord was God of the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. The Lord was God in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was fire. The Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. And when he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak. This powerful story from the book of Kings that we heard today shows that God will often man himself in ways that are the exact opposite of what sometimes we hope for and understand properly the context of the first reading, if you look at the backstory that leads up to this moment. Elijah was one of the great prophets of Israel. He was serving under the king, the reign of King Ahab and his wife, Queen Jezebel. Jezebel was a pretty rotten person. She worshipped the god Baal and numerous temples erected to worship him. Dying with 450 prophets of Baal, she was responsible for killing all the prophets of God, except for Elijah. The land was also in the midst of a three-year drought because of the unfaithfulness of the Israelite people. Elijah was the last voice of God remaining. Elijah was about to end the drought to prove to the Israelite people who the true God was. Most of the Israelites continued to worship all as well as God. So Elijah calls together all the people of Israel and has them gather at the base of the mountain, along with the 450 prophets of Baal. He tells them to bring two bulls forward to cut them up and put them on stone altars. He tells the people, whatever God sends down fire to consume the bull, true God. So he tells the prophets of Baal to go first. After spending all day trying to summon their God, nothing happens. So Elijah starts to taunt them and make fun of them and say, cry out louder, because maybe your God's sleeping and you need to wake him up. So they start shouting louder and louder, start cutting themselves with knives. It's still nothing. So Elijah says, you've done yours. Now let me show you mine. He tells them to pour buckets and buckets of water on the bowl and the stone altar. The water is dripping and filling the trenches. He simply has God, God, show them your power and come down with these people. 
So this great fire comes down and not only consumes the bull, it consumes the stone altar, all the wood of the sacrifice, and all of the water at the same time. The people shout out, this is the true God. So Elijah orders that all the prophets be brought down the river, and he has his throat slit. When Jezebel hears about this, she's not exactly too happy. So she tells Elijah that by the end of the day, he will suffer the same fate as the prophets he just killed. So Elijah's running away, fearing for his life. And as he's running away, he actually tells God, take my life from the last of the prophets. My people are trying to kill me. He doesn't want to be a prophet of God anymore. He wants to quit and run away. So God instructs him to go to Mount Horeb and wait for him. Now Mount Horeb is the other name for Mount Sinai. And if you recall, Mount Sinai is the mountain where Moses himself encounters God. So Elijah is going up the same mountain. And he walks for 40 days and 40 nights without food or water to get to the mountain. And there he goes into a cave. And that's where the story begins today. Elijah would have known the stories of Moses. How God revealed to himself that the people, through great rushing winds, thundering sounds, rumbling mountains and pillars of fire. In fact, he just witnessed the awesomeness of God by the fire coming down and burning up the altar. So it would be natural for Elijah to think that God could reveal himself in some powerful way. He doesn't. God's not in the wind, or the quake, or the fire. He's in the whisper. The darkest moment of his life. God comes to your life with wisdom. He says, I'm with you. In his most troubling time, he is wondering if God is truly there. God simply speaks in a lovely voice. Here I am. This is not just a story of the past. This also is our story. So oftentimes when we are struggling in life and we are dealing with our own troubling times, we want God to display His power to us, to show us that He truly is with us. When we ourselves are somebody we know and love is sick, we want God to provide that total healing and bring them back to health. When we're dealing with financial destitution and poverty, we want God to give us that windfall of financial security. Relationships are broken and falling apart. We want God to bring total healing to the relationship and let love thrive once again. When governments are corrupt, we want to see them toppled and a better government take their place. We want to see God show his awesomeness and his power and make these things happen. We want him to be put on display. Say, God, prove to me that you are there. Take care of the situation. 
For God tells us we do not always need this way. Sometimes in our darkest moments, our most difficult times, He simply whispers to us, I love you, I forgive you, and I'm with you. This does not mean that God is any less present to us. It does not mean that His power is no less working in our lives. It does not mean that He's not showing Himself completely. It just means that we have to recognize that sometimes God comes to us in those moments when we're struggling, not with awesome displays of power, the little words of encouragement. We need to be open to these moments, or else we'll miss God passing by. We tend to be so motivated and inspired by the great miracles we hear. Somebody is cured of their cancer. A person who is homeless is given a new house. A marriage that is falling apart suddenly is revived again. People come back to the faith. People struggling to make a decision get a letter that says, you've been accepted. They know what to do. And we should rejoice in these moments. God does these incredible things. But God is not just in these moments. He comes to us often in more humble ways. So what do we do? Well, there is no healing. Finances are still struggling. Relationships are still broken. People are still walking away from the faith. We still don't know what direction to go. We listen. We listen to the whisper of God. We listen to that moment. When we're having a bad day. Maybe we're being a little bit less than loving. And somebody walks up and says, it's okay. I still love you. We look at those moments. Maybe we're caught up in a sinful habit. We're having a hard time feeling any goodness in ourselves when somebody tempted tells to us, I forgive you. It'll be alright. We look through those moments when maybe we're struggling financially. And somebody gives us a little card and maybe there's just $20 in it and says, I hope this helps a little. We look for those moments when maybe our relationships are struggling, falling apart, we feel alone, and somebody comes up to us and says, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I hope you have a good day. We look for those moments when we're having a hard time being a good parent. We hear that little baby. So if we say the first words of mommy or dad. Look for those whispers of God. He's telling us not in a place of violence, not in a rushing wind, not in a quake, in a little voice, only saying to us, 
do not be afraid. I love you. And I wish you. We need to wait for this moment to know before them. It's too easy to get caught up in the problems of the world. To fail to realize that the darkest moment of history. God did not come rushing in on a white horse shouting, I am the great king. He came to a silently as a little baby. In the rumble of the world, God comes to us in the whisper. He still does this for us. If we only listen.